0: Into Chemist Warehouse and find Silvercent 100ml for only 29
1: 99 This is Izzy and Kempi for breakfast on SENZ.
0: So into touch it goes, and it's a big win for the All Blacks at the MCG, and it also means the retention of the Bledisloe Cup. Final score here in Melbourne the All Blacks 38. Wallabies, seven.
1: Sideline is oh, great work! And that is classic Jane Watson, and that is a big win for the Silver Ferns 80 19. New Zealand, there'll be no finals frontier
0: for the football ferns, excruciatingly close to creating history,
1: it's finished Switzerland nil, New Zealand nil, yes good morning as he can for breakfast SCNZ, yes heartbreak last night, last night dream was over, The dream's over for the football fans, and I've absolutely loved it. I've loved You made this non-football watcher an absolute fan, so I appreciate all the hard work. Um, Obviously, just struggled to get anywhere near the goal and and come close to scoring some goals. After that, uh, well... Amazing start against Norway. But anyway, lads, we've got a, a big show. We're going to talk about plenty of sport that happened over the weekend. It'll be hard to really understand where we're at. But quickly, just a big good morning to you both. Kempi, you're still up there in Kitty. And you're holding down the fort there, Rick Doll. Good morning, team.
2: Morning. Morning, morning. Yes, it's uh, nice and dark and cold up here. I'm just wondering whether or not to, uh, in the next break, go and get some <laughs> pants on, mate. Because it has been quite nice up here this weekend. But it's freezing here. Um, uh, hang on, undies, this morning. Uh, hang on, are you doing the in show the in undies? your undies? What's going on? <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, you wish, you fellas. You just, you just <laughs> calm down. You calm. Down. Give us a twirl, Uncle. <laughs> big, 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 big of sport, mate. Um, so, much to, so much to get over. Uh, you know, every time you're turning on the telly and you're looking at stuff, you've got the UFC, the mm. um, well, rugby, was. we'll talk about that, no doubt. And, of course, we've got a couple of World Cups going on with the netball and the soccer, Rick. Uh, and what about the goal from the girl, the Colombian girl? Is that the goal yeah. of the tournament so far?
0: Well it's gotta be up there just for what it means,
2: right? I mean th-
0: this is the Germans, the number two team in the world. I thought they're gonna waltz this group and you know that- that's what it looked like. Game one, six nil winners. I like, yep, yeah, here we go. They'll just they'll just carry on. Uh, did not see this coming at all. Columbia ranked twenty fifth in the world and have well... beaten the Koreans who I think was sixteenth or seventeenth, and now have beaten the Germans who are second. Uh, they finished against the Moroccans who were 70-something. So, they, you know, you'd think they'll probably win that as well. And top a group that's got the Germans in
1: it. Unbelievable. Wow. That is crazy. I was watching um, a couple of the highlights from that and they were chuffed from that performance. So, well done to Colombia. And uh, obviously, Norway didn't <laughs> do us any favours. Absolutely pumping the Philippines. I was watching the game last night and just that result was just out of the picture. Just go out there and beat the Swiss and then you you, you make your own destiny. So uh, it wasn't able to happen, but we've got a big show, lads. And just quickly, we've got to give away a quick package as well. So we're going to do uh, another clue for you to guess who am I. And we're going to do a clue at the start of this hour, the 7 o'clock hour and the 8 o'clock hour. And if you get that correct, you'll go on the draw and we'll pick the winner at the end of the show for a two dudes. Prize pack, it's a Kiwi made natural men's product that makes you look good, feel good and do good, so there you go, stay tuned throughout the show. The first clue, I played 53 times for the Kiwis, there you go, I played 53 times for the Kiwis, Kempi's already got it, he's seen the answer on the sheet, but he would have got that (laughs) off the bat anyway, I'll miss the league encyclopedia, but uh, there you go, I played 53 times for the Kiwis. All right, lads. Plenty going on out on the weekend. There's a couple of messages already coming through. Does it even count beating Australia in rugby anymore, Rick Nog? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> Not really, I mean,
0: you know, uh, I to be honest, but that first 20 minutes of the first half, I was like, well, they're bringing it, they're bringing it, uh, you know, they, they they certainly, the All Blacks didn't have it all their own way, and I was like, oh, yeah, maybe, is it, you know, I remember you saying, is he, that Eddie's record against us, I think, what, six wins out of 14 that he's coached against us, maybe he's found something, maybe, you know, he's, he's worked <laughs> some magic, but, uh, yeah, nah,
1: yeah, no. look at uh, they were always, I said it last week there, so they've got to be competitive, um, and they were very competitive, particularly at the breakdown. They put us under a whole lot of pressure at the breakdown, and, you know, they they, they come out, they tried their hardest, but then obviously, when Tanayala tupo got carded, that just unravelled them, mm-hmm. and they just, they went off the boil, and then the All Blacks were able to, to, to score tries at will, and... At will. I mean, Will Jordan, when he went to fullback, was, was crazy. But, yeah, um, good. you know, just you, you take little bits out of that. And someone's messaged through about how good was our bench. I, I think I look at that opportunity, particularly for our bench. Cam Roygaard, for me, our number, one, our, our number two foot halfback has to be our number two halfback. I saw, what, 20, 30 minutes in that game where I was like, this kid's never played a test match. Yes, it's against Australia, but still. He playing a test match over there in front of 83,000 people, and every decision he made, he looked hungry. Took around the ruck. He was running. His pass game was good. He's got a very good left foot. And he's like another loose forward, particularly at the breakdown. He's tough as hell. So I'm going to say it. If Brad Webb is not there, he's our number two.
2: Yeah, he can, he can. He can. He's definitely got some size about him, um, Roy mm. Gard. And I, look, I got to agree with you. The the decisions he was making with the the ball on hand was like he'd played fifty tests. You know, mm. he'd pick it up, he'd run. You know, that pass where um, Talia went down the sideline with that goose step, so I went to the <laughs> went to ground and Owani picked it up and threw it out to Talia. And Talia, honestly, I've never seen anyone look mm. so stupid. Um, trying to defend a uh, Talia, and but it was the pass like just the, the thought, I'm going to throw this out there because there's something going on out there. Like a first test match person doesn't do that, you know. He's been told, just do your job, keep it tight. He's picked up that ball from the ruck and gone, fended off a couple, and thought, I'm going to throw a 50 meter pass here out to Rico because he's way out there and mm. they've got space, you know. And I'll just, I gotta, I gotta agree with you, he I thought the, um, the All Blacks Mate I'm, I'm a believer I think they got a chance At the World Cup 100% <laughs> How
1: how crazy is that eh? Like you know We're three games in Start of the season We're like Unsure, just because it's been a disrupted year we just don't know there's been so much going on and you know super rugby we're in our own we're in our own bubble we don't really know where we sit on the world stage now we've been in Argentina convincingly now we've been in South Africa convincingly and those two went at it there's only one point over the weekend. then we've just absolutely pumped Australia so you get a sense of confidence that we're actually on the right direction, right trajectory at the moment. So let us know, double eight double three oh eight hundred one five oh eight eleven. 800 Where do you stand? Because everywhere I go, lads, everywhere I go, how about those All Blacks? With a little bit of, like, surprise in their voice. And I'm like, yeah, man, how good, eh? Mm. How good? And then they start going, and Fozzie, we trust. And Fozzie, we trust. And I said, we yes, know, <laughs> yeah, But it's Don't crazy to think, you know, up. everyone was asking for a change. we got the change. But now we're starting to see change within the group. And it's, um, yes, he's got different personnel and he's got different coaching group. But it's, uh, it's a great problem to have. And I'm full of confidence. But when you look to the side team, and we're going to move on in a minute, but when you look to this team, Fozzie's already said they're going to make a hell of a lot of changes this weekend. Where do those changes yep. happen? Who comes in?
2: Yeah. Ooh. Mate, look, the change the, the change that I'd make, I'd, I'd start Will Jordan at fullback. Mm. When he went to fullback, I was like, man, you've got to put him at fullback and just give him the football. Like, his running game is set, is second to none, mate. And he gets his hands on the football. He wants to do things and sees things that other players can't see. So that, the first change I'd make is give Bodie a rest and give Will Jordan a crack at the 15 jersey. Um, and then everything else I think you've spoken about. I think I think you've got a... You're dead right, I think, with um, Caleb Clark. I think he's on trial. Um, I think they've made some decisions around... Like, Tal- Talia was very good on the weekend. Uh now, now, do they change both wingers out? Does Fainuku get a, sh- a shot out there? Um, those, you know, those, Anton Leonard-Brown, he looked like he was back in an all-black jersey on the weekend mm. without without missing a beat. I just I just think that they make changes at the moment and everyone, by the looks of it, is hungry to get in. It, rem- it actually reminds me of the Warriors, mate, where you've got all of these guys just itching um, to get up to this World Cup September 9th kickoff against France. So, yeah, get down to Dunedin, smash the Aussies again. It'll be fantastic.
0: What about tell uh, you a name that we haven't mentioned who probably needs a crack mm. as he hadn't had a lot of rugby. What about Damien McKenzie?
1: Yeah, I'd start Damien. I'd give Damien a crack at ten. I reckon he's going to start at ten. You know, we know Richie's going to take us through the World Cup, and he's um he's our guy. You know, he's our opportunity. So you you give you give Damien a crack, and you potentially start Bowden. On the bench, you might give Willa a crack at fullback, and the wingers, I'd say you rest Mark Talia, and you give Lester and Caleb, whether they can both, one can play right, one can play left, like they're both left wingers, and it's quite different, you know, you carry the ball in a different hand, you're kicking off a different foot, you know, Leicester and Caleb are both left footers, so it makes sense them being on the left wing. Um, so, yeah, look, there's some options. Danton's going to start, I predict. Have give him a crack at the centres. Where do you go with uh, the, the loose four trio? Sam Kane's probably going to get another week for his neck. You know, do you give Papali a crack, or do you rest him and get Savia at seven? I'd love to see Artie at seven and have a crack at seven, and then maybe put Luke Jacobson at eight. Do you give Sam a Apennifinal a crack at six and rest Shannon Frizzell? So there's a lot of op- options there. But, you know, is it... Do we ruin the the kind of continuity that we're giving, getting at the moment, knowing that we're trying to build for the World Cup and giving these guys opportunities? That's Fozzie's question, and that's what Fozzie will answer later in the week. So plenty to do- debate, boys. Double eight, double three, who would you love to see have a crack? Do you see many changes coming through? And remember, keep those questions coming through, uh, those messages coming through for who am I, clue number one. I played 53 times for the Kiwis, and you'll win yourself a two-dude surprise pack at the end of the show, boys. We've just pretty much covered it all. There's plenty of sport going on around the NRL. Plenty going on in the NRL, Kimpy. Oh, wow, we the Bulldogs crazy. getting up over the Dolphins, the Titans doing the unthinkable over the Cowboys. With and no wow, coke. the Sharkies, the Sharkies are finless.
2: They are, They've got no tail. They go, they're coming home with no tail, mate. They've had plenty of bite in them early on in the season, but they've got no tail, the Sharkies, getting absolute tail. That's really mm. scary, um, scary how Penrith are looking at the moment, rolling into the back end of the year. Nathan Cleary, 2 What about the 48-metre drop goal? And they had to wait three seconds before anyone could decide whether it went over, because it just dipped under the bar, whether it went over or not. I was like, wow, we. This kid, he he knows how to play at that club level. He's got that team on fire. The one I didn't see was, as you said, the Titans um, up against yeah. the Cowboys. Cowboys had a chance to square it up. They got pulled up short a couple of times. Um, but yeah, the Titans coachless, mate. Justin Holbrook apparently talking to Newcastle. Um, well, the well Aiden O'Brien's fighting for his life in Newcastle. Um, well, we talk about that, beating Canberra, oh. never saw that coming. He's on an absolute uh-huh. mission, KP, to, to be the uh, the Queensland fullback again, I'd say. But, uh-huh. mate, they're playing well. They've won four in a row.
1: <laughs> Who would have thought, Kempi? I've seen that result, and I thought, wow, no one predicted them to go to Canberra and do that in Canberra, and I've done it. Caelan Ponga is on an absolute heater. All right, Rick Dog, we're up to our special part of the show. Come on, let's rip in. Let's rip in, boys.
0: Let's get to what has been simply the best this weekend.
1: You're simply the best. Than all the best. Yep.
0: Than all right, boys. What do you got? What do you got, Kempe? What is your simply the best from the weekend? <laughs> well, man.
2: I... Every time I look at the Barrett boys in the lineup, you know when they go out and they line up and sing the national anthem, I just, I just think, man, their mum and dad must be so proud when you've got three boys sitting in their, yeah. their black jersey, um, you know, coming from Taranaki, you know, farmers down there, and these three boys, just not any three boys too, arguably, you know, one of them every week is picking up close to being the best in the in the match, and I just thought Scott Barrett on the weekend had. Like one one of the best 80 minute performances I've seen from a player um, not only that but from a lock you know mm. we're a lock where defensively when he when he put that tackle on and scored that try and then just even that break right at the back end from Will Jordan um, going through the gap and finding that uh, Anton Leonard Brown on the outside, Scotty Barrett for me I tip my hat, it was one of the best performances I've seen Short line out for Delivered quickly. Oh, McDermott got nailed.
0: Absolutely nailed by Scott Barrett. And the All Blacks are in. Oh, what a try. Oh, yeah, what a try indeed. I was watching that at home I and my missus looked up and went, how is that allowed? And I was like, <laughs> big man, small man, he didn't do anything wrong. He just hammered him. <laughs> hammered him. It was great. Yeah, well, it was outstanding. Actually, a mate of mine uh, put up his uh, bet ticket on uh, on Facebook at about oh, two hours before kickoff, he had Shannon Frizzell's first try score at 17s. And he, ah, oh. oh, mate, uh, he would be absolutely laughing. Um, anyway, thank you, Scotty. Thank you, Scotty Barrett, for setting that one up. What about you, Izzy?
1: Uh, look, for, for me, I've been a, I've really, although we didn't get to the to the top 16 and, and make it through, look, I'm just going to say simply the best for me is, is the football fans. Yes, they didn't get the result. They didn't crack through. But I just watched it, mate, and these these females and these ladies just absolutely gave it their all. Gave it their all, man. I've got appreciation for the fitness that these ladies are in and and the work that they do. We're not the most skillful team in in the competition, but they inspired many. They inspired many over these last couple of weeks. Yes, we didn't get through, but we kept the Swiss team as full of superstars to nil. We beat Norway, 1-0. We lost to the Philippines, let's not even go there. But for me, a non-football watcher, I absolutely loved it. And I loved it, and I just want to say thank you, and I just uh, appreciate what you've done for the game in football. I know what it did for the Black Ferns, and I know what it's going to do for our football ferns and our young female footballers around the country.
0: It's still here to a player over. New Zealand right wing side, ball's baited to Hand, Hand goes fast forward, great pace ball in, Hannah
2: Wilkinson's there
0: she
1: scores New Zealand on top Hannah Wilkinson it had to be Hannah it of course had to be Hannah Wilkinson she's done it again there you go. Hannah Wilkerson scoring against Norway. So close. Jackie Hand. Jackie Hand just hit the no, framework it was so, so close, many mate. times. It was going in. It was going oh no, Against the Philippines. And then she did this beautiful left foot lob over the goal, And it hit the woodwork again. But anyway, I'm so proud of our football fans. There is plenty Happening over the weekend. Let us know, 8833. What was your moment? Simply the best moment of the weekend. We'd love to hear from you. We'll shoot away a couple of messages coming through that we'll read out soon. You'll listen to Izzy and Kimpy for breakfast. Thanks to Chemist Warehouse, the real house of fragrance. Hurry into Chemist Warehouse and
0: find Silver Scent 100ml for only twenty nine ninety nine. You're listening to Izzy and
1: Kempi for breakfast on SCNZ. Fans being heard from now about a minute gone by round two. <laughs> BMF. I won't be like the commentators over there and actually say it, but uh, wowee, Justin Gaethje just absolutely kicking the head off Dustin Poirier. Oh, and I'm a Dustin Poirier fan, actually. And mate just gave him the... Similar to um, Leon Edwards when he kicked Kamaru Usman in the head. Gone again with the head, the, the punch fake, and then came over the top with the kick and just hit him flush. On the chin, and bye-bye. Bye-bye to Dustin Poirier. Oh, that was a that was a stacked card. Obviously, um, Pereira getting up over Jan Blachevich, mm. who was the only man to ever beat Israel Adesanya. And that was quite controversial. I just booked the UFC. I was like, oh, no, the UFC's on. Oh, I booked it, and it just got to the results. So I missed that fight and only caught the main card. But you watch that fight, lads? I did, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, I, I don't know about you, Kempi, but I, I, I thought the, the judges probably. Was it tight? It was tight. The judges probably got it right. I mean, mm. Blahovic took uh, Pereira down in the first round uh, and yeah. it had a lot of ground control time, so he definitely won the first round. Second round, Pereira threw more combos, managed to stay away, uh, did get taken down once but got himself back up. And then the third round, yeah. it looked because it was at altitude as well. And Blahovic looked like he gassed in that third round, and Pereira. Mm. So, I mean, I, I think I don't, I don't think there was anything controversial about it. I think the judges got it right, Kimby.
2: Yeah, it was a, it was a tight one, and and t- both guys are tough, like so tough. Um, I, I would have been either way, either way. Whoever won that fight, I would have thought, mm. yeah, you know, it was that it was that close. Uh, so, Pereda picking it up, I I, I thought that. At one stage, there, yeah, Pareto was going to knock him out, but mate, he just he was just standing there taking punches, wasn't he? And um, in the end, the wrestling and getting him down just wasn't enough. wasn't enough to, to, to swing it. So, mate, that uh, that kick though from Gutcher to to um to Poria's head, I can't because he tried it a few times. I can't believe that he finally got through. So there must be some power in them in them legs of his.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, and like as he said, it was that it was the fake with the jab. So he went to defend the jab, (laughs) and then bang, good night, lights are out, see you later.
1: Yeah, beautiful. And uh, just one another one before we shoot off, lads. There's plenty going on over the weekend. It's hard to really. Understand where to go, but Joe, he watches all sport and he has a few punts as well, so he's full pockets. Morning gents, my simply best was Derek Lewis. First round knockout in the UFC yesterday. Then an even better celebration in and interview. <laughs> it was his last contracted UFC fight and he was devastating. Then Gaichey head kick on Poirier was different level. That with alcohol and one and the British Open and Van, Gis- Van Gisbergen driving over the weekend were my highlights. Yes, Stephen Elker holed out on the 15th over there at uh, the Royal Porthcrawl Golf Course. It was so good to see, Rick Dog.
0: It was. And, you know, just for all you club golfers and, and weekend hackers and, um, and and things, you ought to feel better about yourself. So that PGA Senior Tour, now props, Steve Alker getting the hole of one. That was great, right? He was tied for second uh, at the end of the third round, everybody has had a mare. Like, the wind must be up, right? So the guy that won it, uh, the German Chaker, I think you say his name, and Padraig Harrington, they won that tournament with five over scores. Five over, they won the tournament, and they, they shot five over today. VJ Singh <laughs> shot, eight, oh, uh, shot, shot six over today. There's a guy, Phil Archer, who finished tied for fifth at nine over. Uh, yeah, he shot eight over today, and our mate, Steve Elker, who was tied for second at one over, shot 10 over today. So mm. the pros struggling in the wind as well. Hope that makes all the club golfers feel better, as
1: he? I know, <laughs> mate, you feel better. <laughs> it does, it does. It was a tough course, and they were making it look easy for three rounds, and then the wind got up, and it just threw a spanner in the works. So... Difficult over there, Stephen Alka, another top 20 finish at a major event, so well done. We'll shoot off boys, we'll come back with some headlines, there's a plenty of messages coming through on double eight double three, and we've got some love racing where I want to tell you all about my awesome Friday at ricketon with Cure Kids. Stay tuned, here's Aroha with the news for Cuba. together we're shaping and building New Zealand.